Hey Travis, hope you're doing well. I, uh, I have to teach tomorrow morning, teach Sabbath school, and if you don't get this message in time, it's perfectly fine, but I was going to ask if you could call in to me, into my station, and um, leave the definition of what you believe the word justification means, and then perhaps like a, a practical way of understanding it kind of like you say, well, think about it like this or something. Anyways, uh, just something new I was trying. I was going to perhaps play the recording tomorrow morning. So God bless. Talk to you later. Bye. Hey, Alfred, it's Travis. So the word justification or the theological uh, principle of justification is the act of declaring or making righteous a person to God. So in other words, it's the declaration that a person is in right standing with God. So if God says, Alfred, you are justified, then he is declaring before all of creation, before all of mankind, before all of the spirit world, before all of the physical world, that Alfred has been justified. Now, the Bible says in Romans chapter 3, especially, is a great context for this, that we that the delivery of that justification is by faith. So that means that God has a way of establishing justification for people, and he delivers it to them by faith. And then in Romans uh, chapter 3, it goes on to discuss that the way that this justification is created is through uh, the grace expressed in Jesus. And backs up even further than that, it says that we even need that grace because all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. So as human beings, I think we, most people live in a place where they realize, man, God is, God is pure, He's love, He's righteousness, He's holy, He's glorious, and I am not. And so I am short of that, and so the grace expressed to us in the life, the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus is the grace that afforded to us. And the, the methodology, if you will, of being able to receive that grace is in the faith that we have, or in other words, the fact that we believe that Jesus is who he says he is, that he is God incarnate, the son of the living God, lived a sinless life, died on, on our behalf for our sins, was in the grave for three days and rose from the dead. Our belief in that, our faith in that, allows us to receive that grace. And as we receive that grace, then God says we are justified, meaning we have moved from a position of, of, of existence in violation to God's laws. And now we live uh, as though we had kept all of God's laws, and that is the amazing controversy of grace, is the position of justification. Why is that so controversial? It's because we know we're guilty. We know that we're guilty by our actions. And so, so many people live in a place in which, whether consciously or subconsciously, maybe we don't always say this out loud, but man, I remember all the bad things I've done I've done a hundred bad things in my life, therefore I must do a hundred and one good things in my life to be justified. And the reality is, is that is a doctrine of justification by works, which Romans clearly says 
We are not justified by our works. If we've done one bad thing or one sin, one violation of God's law, then we're guilty of the whole law. And the Bible says that the wages of sin are death. So that's what we're, we deserve is death. But because of grace that we can have faith in, we are justified, meaning God has declared us as though we had never sinned. Now, what does that mean at a practical level? It means this. If we come, if we believe in Jesus, okay, if you have received Jesus, and yet we still come to God in not, not, not in a position of humility, but we come to God from a position of condemnation, that every day I'm coming to God, oh, I'm so bad, I'm so bad, I've, I've, I've hurt you so much then it can get to a point in which we are not honoring or not crediting the reality of His grace in our lives. The Bible says, come boldly before the throne of grace. So we must understand that the grace afforded to us in Jesus, the faith that we have in that, has made us justified. Therefore, under that grace, we can come to God and make our, our petitions known to him and what are those petitions the petitions that we come to god with are not just you know our christmas list the reality is jesus said go into all the world and make disciples of all nations so we are put on this earth to do a job we're put on this earth to fulfill the great commission so because we exist now in a position of justification we can come boldly before the throne of grace the king of kings the lord of lords and on behalf of the lost nations and unreached people groups of the world, petition him that we might go and bring the gospel to them. A person who lives in a position of justification right before his or her king has boldness to come before the king with, with big prayers. Like, God, can you save this entire nation? Can you save this entire people group? That's a different kind of prayer. That's the prayer of a person who is justified. So, Alfred, if you're listening to this, I know you are. And for those who, if you share this on your channel, for those who might be listening to this, understand this very, very clearly. If you have, if you have put your faith in Jesus, that he is the only way of salvation, that he is your Savior, that he is your Lord, and he is your King, then you must understand that he has declared you just and righteous. He has justified you literally in a spiritual courtroom. He has said, this person is just. This person is justified by my blood, by the grace of Jesus Christ. Therefore, you can be an ambassador for the king of the universe. Therefore, you can execute kingdom business on behalf of the king in the kingdom of God. So I hope that's encouraging. I hope that answers your questions. God bless you. And I hope you're having a great day. Hey, Travis, a minute is surely not enough, but I'll tell you, uh, masterfully put, and I want to praise God and say thank you for doing that. Um, even just as I was listening to it, I was just getting excited. That's just how you know that the word of God is like a, a double-edged sword cutting through bone and sinew, you know, because, you know, we've heard this message, and we know it, but man, when you hear it's put out there, and you just, it's coming at you, it's, it's powerful, it's real, and it's exciting, 
to know that the reality of that so thank you again and um i think the class will thank you in advance and whoever else hears this so i'll be posting it tomorrow uh sometime so uh, god bless thanks again bye